0: This episode is brought to you by Blueprint Renovate Program, the program designed to create space in your firm to cultivate mindset change through what you do every day. Visit blueprinthq.com.au slash contact to start the conversation. Welcome to Conversations with Sam Dean. I'm Sam Dean and I'm excited to have you here to explore the conversations that accountants and advisors can have with their clients to cultivate business mastery. All the notes and links for the show can be found at blueprinthq.com.au slash podcast. Let's start a conversation. Hello and welcome back again for session two. Of the series that we're running and creating space within your firm around your end of year process. The focus on today's session is around actual the processing of the job and getting the job done. And so it takes the job from start phase. We've set it up for success at the end of the planning stage. So we have most of all of the cl- known information in. We've got a budget. So we've got visibility of the steps and of the jobs and, and what we need to, um, do within the job where there is still maybe expected inefficiencies, there is clarity and communication around the problem. And we have a little bit of visibility on workflow. So we, we know what we need to get done. So the main areas we're going to cover off today around the important part of processing is basically looking at the mindsets that are required to change within this stage. And we're going to talk about the finishing mindset for that. We'll start with that. We're going to, to rethink the production of financial statements and the stages to get them ready. This is crucial going forward because the way financial statement data is presented to us has changed significantly over the last 10 years and we need to look at the digitalisation then also who can do the different stages and also have a look at why and how we could use um, financial statements. Another area that we're going to look at is the reviewing and the different stages in reviewing throughout the processing of the job and how we might be able to rethink this and then also talk in the reviewing element around actually getting process around reviewing and how do we teach our next generation of partners and leaders on how to review. Because I know when I was going through sort of once you got to a certain stage, you were just expected to review. There was no um documentations and processing. We're certainly finding this is – Happening, you know, through most. So we're going to talk about the importance of that and looking at the reviewing versus redoing mindset as well. So let's start with what are some of the blocks and the the inefficiencies that come within this stage. The first one is, you know, looking at the different approaches uh, to file preparation. So that's why it's important to work through the different stages and then set up processes around that so everyone's actually producing files in the same way. Sometimes there's a breakdown in planning. There's too many jobs open. There's last-minute urgent jobs reprotirizing. Repartir- and then that means that there's a pickup down. And then the one that I think blocks us the most, um, but we might not put our hand up for it, I certainly didn't, was perfectionism and maybe too much attention to detail. So we might be changing cosmetic things, because it makes us happy as opposed to what value does it add to the job and to the clients. And then there's a lack of finishing mindset, so just getting that job over the line. So I'm first going to start off with the finishing mindset because without the the change in the attitude, the rest won't follow. So this is the key to turning jobs around faster. So why should we establish mindset? Let me ask you, do you start things and never seem to get them finished and an indication to this might be if you've got lots of jobs open past that four or five, do you open jobs faster than you close them? Except a crucial lodgement state where we definitely go forward and, you know, get the jobs finished. So if any of these mean to you, this is why we need to talk about the finishing mindset and what we can actually do about that. So we need to actually get the jobs over the line and finishing. So there's a few things that can help get this done. One of the things that I like to do is to start the everyday of what can I get finished today and just maybe even have one goal. So if you have a job open on your desk that maybe only has a couple of hours to go, you get that job finished and you really have that satisfaction of doing that and you don't prioritize anything else until you've done that. Just pick one thing and make sure that it's achievable. Also, obviously, that doesn't mean that the only thing you do is just one small thing but just get something finished. And another thing you can do is always work on, I'm not going to start another job until I have a job finished. So now let's talk about the steps in processing a job. So I'm just going to quickly run down the steps that I would suggest that there are. I'll start this actually by presupposing a what usually is the current state. The step is I start the job, I get the income tax return finished, Or I get the job finished. So we're going to break that down into and get the steps very visible. These steps should obviously also line up with the steps in the budgets as well. So the first one is job preparation. Got the client information ready. We've got getting our um, work papers ready and had a look at the data or the online data or whatever that might be. Now, ultimately, this role is usually done by accountants, but can be done by um, CSAs or, or administration. Staff as well or outsources or whatever you might use. The second stage is still to this day, cleaning up the data, client data and get verifying. So it's the financial accounting, if you like. So in here, we're checking out the client data integrity. We're making sure that the data is clean. We're making adjustments wherever we need to be. It's arguable that this stage is really a bookkeeping stage or a, a data management stage and this is, you know, one stage ultimately that might go. So this is another reason why it's really important to think about these different steps because with the digitalization or the training of clients or whatever might happen in the future, this stage might go. So we want to make sure that we have a clear in our head at this stage. So after that, after step two or stage two of the of the financial statements, at this stage, the financial statements should be ready to be used for everyday use by the client. So if it was always this clean, they could be having a look at it to make any kind of decisions that they did. It's, the BAS could be lodged off it, et cetera. So it's at this stage, which is a financial accounting stage. So at the end of this stage, I always suggest a first element of the reviews that we're going to be talking about, which is the peer review. So have a quick, get a peer for five or ten minutes, have a quick look, somebody else to have a quick look to say these financial statements look okay. There's no, you might run your eye down, there's no imbalance between the previous years, you're not seeing a high telephone, you know, one year and low the next year, a quick look at the balance sheet. There's nothing that sort of jumps out. The reason why you get that peer review done is because have you ever got to the end of the job and had a review and then suddenly noticed you know, there's $40,000 sitting in repairs and maintenance. You missed it because it's such a big job. And then you have to, had to go back and sort of rework all of the tax accounting or tax financial statement work, et cetera, because of a, a fairly glaring problem. Not that you, you made a mistake. It was just that it's really hard to work at that stage. So that sort of kind of gives you fresh eyes, quick look, financial statements are ready to go. And then the reason why we also cut here is, as I said, we want to start rethinking financial statements and what we actually use them for. Financial statements should are used or should be used by our clients for their everyday decision making. So if you're constantly having to clean up data for um, businesses that may may rely on their financial statements or should rely on their financial statements daily, it's at this point you could sort of have a think and say, "Oh well, how could I?" help them going forward. And also it's at this point that if you are going to do any cash flow work or anything later on, it's at this point that the financial statements would be correct. And as I said, as we get our clients more efficient and data cleaned, this stage shouldn't really have to happen. So we want to really bear in that mind. And if this stage is sort of 30 to 40% of your budget, you really need to think later on you know you what we can do with that because it's going to significantly affect that going forward. So let me reiterate. We've had step one, which is job preparation, basically get everything, work papers and everything started and ready. Step two, let's clean up our data. We've got financial accounting. So basically, when we get through that phase, we've had a quick peer review. And then, so at this point, it's sort of to client stage. It's usually still within their systems and they could be using it for everyday decision. It's a pretty good set of management accounts, if you like. So then we get to, Step three or stage three, and this is where we start looking at our compliance man- magic. So we're looking at the financial statements now from a tax point of view. We're making decisions that our clients wouldn't wouldn't have the skill for. This is where our magic starts, and we're looking at it. You know, the seven A loans are right, and everything that might be or may be done on balance. Stage four then is income tax and or financial statement work. So if you're doing a lot of your End of year optimization and your tax planning, you do it in step four. In step three, it's sort of the more day to day tax adjustments are made that would affect business decisions. So obviously your GST is correct. You know, ultimately that would be done back in step two. But if you're still cleaning up data, it's done in step three. FBTs in there because that affects things, uh, 7A loans, you know, everything like that. I'm not going to get into the detail of it. But basically step three is about what we do and what were the adjustments that we would to be made. It's then here you would have a verification r- review done by a manager to make sure that everything's tying in before we go to the next stage, which is the tax optimization stage where we do maybe income tax or financial statement work. We're looking at tax planning. We're making sure that we've optimized the position. We're looking at distributions and other things. And we're making sure that the current The tax strategy is optimizing the current year, financial year for tax purposes, maybe even looking at the future as well. So this is where our magic, you know, really is. This is all about tax at this stage. As I said, it might be with balance. It's come off the financial statements. So base, and then here we'll have a review by the tax manager partner to make sure that everything's in line and the strategy is where it needs to be. And that basically after step four, the ITR is ready to go and be sent out. We're not going to send it out at this stage because we're stage three of the renovate process in the next session. I do apologise. I think that I've been mixing up my steps and stages there, so I'll reiterate that when I do the circle back at the end. So we've got the process of the job broken down. I'm going to roll through it again. We've got step one job preparation. Step two is making sure data is clean and verified. It's the financial accounting stage. It's what the uh, clients could then use in their systems. Had a quick peer review here to make sure that everything's okay to then go into the next stage where the compliance magic starts, where that's the actual tax accounting starts as opposed to the financial accounting. Making sure that all the balances are correct according to, you know, GST, FBT, and anything that needs to be done on P&L and balance sheet, and then stage four where the, the tax strategy reviews start, the optimization, the distributions, and everything that needs to be done to make it an absolute optimal situation for the current year. And that's when you have view with the tax manager and then you finish it off with the ITR and it's ready to be lodged at this stage. So why am I spending so much time on explaining those steps or stages in processing a job, it's because we really need to think of them in steps. So if we want to get the right people doing the right jobs and ultimately be able to control the dropping of some of the processing the first place. As we go forward, we know that most most firms that we work with for sure and you know, what we've been reading and what we've been feeling. There is a labour shortage around accountants, um, particularly high-level accountants. We want to make sure that accountants are doing accounting. We're breaking down the stages and we can get other people in, particularly to one and two, either by digitalizing the clients and training the clients to make sure they're giving us clean data so we don't have to do that those stages ourselves. We, or we've got bookkeeping or more administration people who can actually – Get all that data ready for us. It could be outsourcing or ultimately technology could just could take that those whole stages away from us anyhow. So, um, it's very important to look at that from a futuristic planning point of view. And also then also from a who's actually doing the jobs? Do we have accountants doing accounting? Are we training them at the higher level is where our magic starts around tax accounting and off financial statement work as well. So that's why it's super important to really have a look at how you stage your jobs. And it is a bit of a shift from I just start a job, I'm going to get the financial statements ready, and really the reason why I'm using the financial statements is to get them ready so I can put them into a tax return. have got to really rethink that I think, well, why are financial statements actually here? They're a measuring tool for businesses. They're not just a tool to get ready for, you know, income tax returns, and then we're also splitting our magic out And our tax advisory work out later on in stage three and stage four. So we really want to be able to start to communicate how important that is. And we also need to have the right people doing those stages rather than earlier stages. So the next thing that flows from that is the actual reviewing of the jobs. And I think there's a big gap in our industry on this. And I'm going to maybe say some controversial things, but it won't be the first time around the reviewing stages. When we've worked through the Workflow Blueprint and we've been really working with firms on how to actually free up time of partners so they can shift to an even senior staff, they can shift to doing more um, advisory, whether that be around compliance protection or engaging new clients or whatever that is, they get really stuck and there's a huge reliance particularly on this, on the reviewing. So when we started exploring this and said, well, you know, could we teach other people to do it? Is Are there different stages, as I, I've said through the processes? There's no actual processes around reviewing. We're taught it through, but, you know, you sort of get to a certain experience and say, okay, well, you start reviewing. But it's not, well, what are we actually looking for in the reviewing? What are the, the steps that we go through in our minds? What's the materiality levels? So we then sort of have a bit of a, trial and error. And what we do find is that there's quite often a redoing rather than reviewing. So, reviewing is sort of having a look, checking in, you know, seeing that everything's right at the different levels. Whereas redoing is going back and checking every single verification point, checking every single work paper, adjusting things that may or may not need adjusting. Um, Sometimes redoing is necessary if you don't have the trust of the staff underneath you, And then we need to look at that. So if redoing is happening in a reviewing, it's not a reviewing problem. You need to go back and and retrain staff and actually get them to understand what level you need that account, that those accounts to. If you're just going back and redoing and not telling and, and feeding that back, then you'll forever be doing that. So this is a really, I think, really important place to spend some time. We also need to be teaching our staff a lot quicker than perhaps if people out there who are uh, sort of started their career in the 1900s, can you believe I'm saying that? We had a lot more time to learn and we kind of went through all those steps that even in the smaller firms, you know, we sort of grew up getting the financial statements ready, then doing the tax returns, you know, there, were, there was more time if you like. Now a lot of that stuff that we sort of broke our teeth on isn't there anymore and we need to get up and to the reviewing quicker. And this is one of our big blocks. This is one of the reasons that leaders do not have the space because they spend all this time reviewing and not being able to get their stuff up quick enough to take that reviewing over. To be frank, there's some other reasons why we don't. This is where, you know, our perfectionism and some of those other things come in that I was talking about earlier that we have to check everything, even if it's one out of 10 times it goes back. So we've got to really sit down as a firm or as an individual and think what am I willing to take. If the 1 out of 10 is going back or the 2 out of 10 is going back for cosmetic purposes or immaterial, and you have to establish what you're immaterial but I'm going to pull a number and say if there's a tax adjustment of less than $100 then it doesn't go back or something like that. Then you really need to say, well, what's the value to the client and what's the value to the firm? So if you're going to go back and adjust things, it's going to take an hour or two to adjust. It's purely cosmetic. If you've got a client that's completely annual annual retentive, that's fine. They value it. But more often than not, if we can ask our clients, you know, the purpose and the use, you'd be surprised at what happens here. So we've really got to establish that from a firm point of view. You know, what are we willing to do? We also then have to empower our staff to review. So there's a couple of techniques. First of all, we look at those different stages that we're talking about. By the three stages, if we go back, there's peer reviewing. So that's starting to teach our junior staff to get together so you might have a junior or whatever, same level people, having a quick look at the work and quickly reviewing to see, you know, if there's any glaring mistakes. And it's only a very quick thing but it starts them looking at other people's work and and getting to know it and also adds a good service because sometimes fresh eyes will pick up stuff that we can't see because we're involved in the start so far in the job. So that's a really good way to start. And the second one is the tax accounting, the verification review, to make sure that the work papers and everything tie in and that there's basically it's factual. We're happy from a a quality assurance point of view that everything's been tied in and the accounts are verified. And then there's obviously the strategy review, which is sort of much higher level people. So in that review, if you've actually already done your tax planning, then you don't even need high level people doing it because the results should be the same. So then you should be able to just do a high level review. But if you don't haven't done tax planning with a job, then obviously this needs a bit more time. So that's one way to do it and I strongly recommend it. So it's three different levels and it's just starting people at different levels to get just a little bit of a reviewing mindset going. And the next thing is just to actually write the process down as to what you do. I haven't really seen a lot of generic reviewing checklists or I know that there are checklists, but checklists, as we discussed in the first session, is checklists are just, just that. When you're reviewing, there's a whole lot going on in your mind. There's a whole lot of thought processes that we need to get into a process. If you can actually document how you review, what you think about, what you're looking for in just dot form down, when you go and start teaching your staff, you will have a whole lot more trust because it's your way of reviewing. And then if you in a bigger firm, obviously, you guys, everybody needs to sort of then take how they review and then see if they can combine it. And this is really powerful because if you have a session with other reviewers on what they do, you might see something that they do that will help you or get you to do it quicker or vice versa or might get rid of a few steps or you might pick up that you're actually redoing as opposed to reviewing and you'll make you more efficient to workshop rather than what we've always done is just I'll just review it my way and you know we haven't innovatively looked at it or see what it is but by doing this then we are able to then teach someone to do it because we clearly understand the steps because if you get a job and you, th- you think you just review it you just get in there and review it there will be steps that you take and they'll be pretty much fundamentally 85% of the time the same. So have a go at that. Just sit down with a pad next time and write down. A bit even better way to do it is to actually do live reviews with your um staff. You don't have to do it on every job, but sit down with them and actually talk them through it and get them to document what you're doing. So then, you know, you can be very clear on that and then they can actually learn from it. And it really is, okay, I'm having a look. I'm seeing that there's a imbalance in the profit and loss. So these expenses are higher or lower than last year. I'm looking at materiality. I can see that probably electricity is in telephone, but I'm not going to worry about it because it doesn't affect the overall tax balance, et cetera, et cetera. So whatever you – I'm not going to give you a a lesson in reviewing, but – See if you can fundamentally change that. And as I said, one of the big keys here is to actually write down the thought processes that you go through. And if you if you don't have staff or your um solo or your senior accountant, do it anyhow. Because writing down your process actually makes you more efficient and it actually makes you see, oh, I could improve that, or that's funny that why do I do that? That that's an old habit that I learned. Or that was really great back when before we had, you know, online doesn't really work here why do I always go and get a copy of the bank statement do I actually need that you know etc cetera, etc Wh- whatever the case is and sometimes it is yes it should actually say as it is but it, it is a really good way to do it I constantly do it with all my programs um, and all my staff we're constantly always going through the what goes through in the minds when we do stuff you can't repeat yourself you can't scale your businesses if you can't, you know, start here and get reviewing, if that's what your goals is and you want to create space within your business and teach and empower your staff to do what you do. So this is absolutely a crucial part of it. And what I've been super surprised with working and I didn't even pick it up because I mean, I used to review a lot myself that it's not documented. It's not part of the processes. And quite often a lot of the turnarounds being stuck in the partner's room and because they're just too busy and overwhelmed. So if we can get a lot of the, some of the aspects of reviewing done by somebody else and we can start teaching our staff faster to do it and we can get trust in our staff to do it. That's why it's important to write your own processes down and also look at why you have to keep reviewing things. Then it's only going to empower us and open up space within our day. Okay. I hope you found that interesting. And that's the end of this session. So. Reiterate the first two sessions. Session one was all about getting the job ready for success into processing the job. So session two is about processing the job, how we can rethink the way we use financial statements and rethink what we do in reviewing and getting that finishing mindset going so we actually get the jobs finished. And that's all getting us ready for session three, which is going to be about how we go forward with the job, how we make it more efficient next year how we look for opportunities within our clients so we can help them going forward as well. So we start shifting from the reactive, which so we've got planning and then processing is obviously a little reactive because we are looking back on current year, which is usually at best one month all the way up to nine months previous to then how can we make this better, which is where we want to get to in the proactive. So I look forward to sharing that next session with you. So once more, we'd love talking to accounts about this stuff and particularly would love to have a chat with any of you around my theories on the financial statements and reviewing. So, you know, book in for that half-hour chat or, you know, drop a comment on iTunes or email us directly. And you can, again, check us out or, or get an interview on www.blueprinthq.com.au Contact us and, again, would love to have a chat. So once more, continue the conversation and be brave. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. To check out more information on all things Sam Dean and Blueprint, go to the website blueprinthq.com.au and remember, continue the conversation and be brave. See you next time.